Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. All right, Magic Makers, another iTunes review of the week. This one is from Emmy Roberts 24. She says, Kim is the queen. She is fierce, funny, and smart as a whip. Kim embodies what it means to be a life coach by offering so much more than diet and workout tips. Whether you're a gym junkie or just beginning your journey, she helps you see that living an all-around better lifestyle is not only attainable, but something you can strive for. Regardless of your age, Kim is tough love friend. You need to kick your butt into gear. She said something recently that resonated with me. No is a complete sentence. You don't have to expand, explain your boundaries to justify them to anyone. Let's that, let that sink in. Five stars always. Thank you, Miss Emmy Roberts. Yes, that was a game changer for me. You know, when I first started in this fitness journey, I was double dipping. I had a corporate job as well as fitness. And it was really hard for me to say no to clients. It was really hard for me to say no to my boss because I needed the cash. But I was getting burnt the F out. And so I finally had to come up with my boundaries and finally have to say to myself, like, I, you know what? It doesn't work for me to work out in the morning. Like it's that it, I just can't do it. And now I don't really hop on the phone with a client until at least 10 o'clock in the morning. I need that warm-up time for me. So I really want you to start thinking and exploring your boundaries. I've done several podcasts about boundaries and please listen to them if you're someone who's like, I need some boundaries in my life. Thank you again, Miss Emmy Roberts. If, if there's anyone out there who would love love to share a iTunes review and you're like, I don't know how to do that. Reach out to me. In the bottom of this podcast, you will find out how you can reach out to me for social media and just shoot me a DM. I will answer them. All right, ladies, enjoy the episode. All right, Magic Makers. Today, I want to talk about self-discipline. And I want to talk about the self-discipline because when I ask people, you know, hey, so what's keeping you from hitting your goals? What's keeping you stuck? And some people are like, oh, girl, if I had more discipline, mm, I would be unstoppable. And so, and I get that. So many of you say, oh, if I had more discipline, I would lose the weight. I would be at the gym. I, my life would just be amazing. And I get that, you know, because if no one's holding your feet to the fire, it's, it's sometimes tough for you to just keep going, you know, because we do, we always do much better if someone's like, so Kim, did you get that done? What about this? What about that? You know, we don't want to disappoint anybody else, but we have no problem disappointing ourselves. Is that just me? Hand completely raised. So let's just start with a definition. You know, I made a definition. So this is what self-discipline actually means. Doing what is necessary, even when you don't want to. So how many of you, you were like, oh, I'm going to work out after work. And then you just have like a shit day and you're like, the hell I am. And you go home or I'm going to work out in the morning. 
the hell I am. I'm tired. I didn't go to bed early enough, blah, blah, blah. And we skip it, you know? So we always, that's what we say. So when we say we want more discipline, we have to lean into doing things even when I don't want to do it. And one of the biggest things is that self-discipline is a great way to show up for for yourself. If a friend was waiting for me at the gym, you bet your sweet bottom, I would make sure, make an effort to get get there because I, I wouldn't want to blow off Amy. Amy's waiting for me. I wouldn't want to blow her off. So when you start to like tell yourself, these are the things that I want, I want you to take a big step back and say, well, what do I really want out of life? You know, am I looking to work out? Is evening even best for me? Is the workout I chose, if, is it even the workout I want to do? Am I excited about that workout? Is that workout realistic for me? Am I doing things because I think I should be doing things? Or is it actually, you know, something that's really going to move the needle? You know, you are in control and no one else is. Are you struggling with belly fat no matter what you do? You feel like the belly fat just came on overnight and it just won't bud. You are sick of feeling like you're doing everything wrong when it comes to losing the belly fat. You've tried every diet, every workout out there, and nothing seems to get it to budge. I hear you. That was me. That's why I created Cracking the Belly Fat Code. In this workshop, I will teach you to create a routine about with your food and your workout that will work with your schedule and your belly fat, finally putting you on the path to kissing belly fat goodbye. So if you're ready to find a food and workout program that leaves you feeling satisfied and getting rid of that belly fat, make sure you hop on the wait list. This is coming later this spring, and I want to make sure you're the first person to know all about it. Grab the link in my show notes. You know, there's certain circumstances that, you know, yeah, we have no control. Like, I can't control this. I live in New England. I can't control this. Some days it's going to snow. I can't control that, but I can control the fact that, hey, if it's a snow day, what what's my reaction to that snow day? If it's a day I'm supposed to work out, can I shift the workout? If it's supposed to snow all night long, can I shift the day I'm going to work out? Can I shift it to an evening? Can I shift it to lunchtime? That's, the, that's what you can do. So the first place that when it comes to creating self-discipline is that you have to have a plan. And, you know, I have this, I have this one client who's just like, she's a, the, the queen of queen of planning. You give that girl a plan and she can just go to town on a plan. So self-discipline almost always require a plan. You know, the, the self-discipline person doesn't take on too many actions because when you take on too much, that's how we become overwhelmed, right? We overcome overwhelmed and then we're like, we shut down or we just feel like, see, this is why I suck. So plans help us to think about unforeseen obstacles and come up with contingencies. Uh, So I, I did a mindset certification course a few years ago. And one of the biggest takeaways that I took from that class is if then planning. So if something happens, then I'm going to do this so that ahead of time, I can start to think about what are the things that typically trip me up, you know, uh, work late, you know, I used to have this boss, she was straight from hell. And she would inevitably 5pm, this must be done by 8 a.m., right? So it's like, what are you going to do if that happens? Um, you get sick. A kid gets sick. What are you going to do? So we have to start to think about the things that typically happen that trip us up. 
And then that way we can start to have it. Um, one of the big, big things I always challenge my clients to do, and I challenge you to do, is to come up with what I call um, a 24-hour plan or a seven-day plan. So, uh, you know, at the time of this recording, I'm recording it on a Sunday. So I'm like, okay, it's Sunday. What am I going to do tomorrow? When am I going to work out? What am I going to eat? You know, what does my day look like? So that way I go into the day. I'm like, this is what my Monday is going to look like versus waking up and be like, oh, what am I going to do today? Am I going to work out? What is the workout going to look like? By, you know, Sunday night, I sit down and I map out my week and I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to work out. Monday morning, 645, I'm getting up and this is the workout that I'm doing. After I work out, I'm going to grill my chicken. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to, you know, be sitting at my desk by 10 o'clock. Boom. Here are the three things that I'm going to get done today or that, that Monday. Boom. Done. And I keep it that simple because I was the girl who had their running to-do list and I would always feel like I was behind. I would always feel like I sucked and I could never get ahead. But the big, best thing I did was like every day I'm like, what's tomorrow look like for me? You could also, you know, zoom out and be like, okay, seven days. You could, if that works for you, seven days, you know, I map out my workouts for seven days. Like, so I know that I'm working out, you know, next week's a typical week. I know that I'm working out Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, boom, done. But if, you know, the following week, I know that I'm getting my car fixed at first thing in the morning, I got a mammogram scheduled. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have to, you know, jock, jock, jock around some things because those are my typical days that I work out. So do you see where I'm going? Like you construct the plan before so that we can start to take action so that we minimize the need for self-discipline where it's like you've laid out the specific steps and you just got to follow the breadcrumbs, Okay. So we also have to start to create some type of accountability, you know, sometimes like some, and, and, and understand sometimes you don't have control, you know, flat tires happen, you know, ba dead batteries happen, uh, school cancellations happen. So you have to start to, to start to think about developing yourself, these, you know, pieces of how am I going to accomplish this goal and what's the accountability? Am I going to check in with someone, you know, for, um, for for gosh several years um i had this friend uh leanne she's one of my best friends and we would text each other every day be like hey, you know this is what this is what i'm gonna get done tomorrow and she would and and you know i would be like ah i'm going i'm, I'm gonna do an hour at the hour at the gym i'm gonna get in a walk and i'm gonna you know write a page for my website and she'd be like cool and she would tell me what she was gonna do and then the next day at five o'clock, we would text each other. She'd be like, all right, update. And it, and it was black and white. There was no, well, well, what happened was like, it was like, okay, you know, and I would, you know, we'd, we'd grade ourselves. It would be like, you know, E for excellent, um, satisfactory or needs improvement. And it was just knowing that at five o'clock I had to give her an update. It was very helpful to keep me, uh, keep me accountable, you know, um, I, I uh, teach at a uh, boutique fitness uh, facility and the accountability there is if you don't cancel eight hours before the class, guess what? We're going to charge you. So there's, there's that accountability. And, you know, for some of us, we need that money. We need the money to hold us accountable, you know, um, 
one of my friends is a life coach and she had a client who was uh, really wanting to work out, but again, always coming up with an excuse. So she purposefully joined this really high end gym and she's like, I want to, as I see it coming out of my bank account, I want to see the pain in that. I want to see that pain. And the woman's like, so she's like, okay, that's great. So, you know, she, she joined one of those, you know, really like high end gyms and she did the math. And so I'm just making up this math because I can't remember off the top of my head what the number was. So say she joined a gym that was $200 a month. So she divided, you know, she divided it by 30 days and she said, okay, that's 50 bucks a day. It's costing me to belong to this gym. If I don't go to the gym, I'm going to take 50 bucks and just leave it on the street. That's my incentive to get my booty to the gym. And, you know, does your, does it have to be that dramatic for her? It did. So, you know, whatever that piece of accountability is for you, define it. What does accountability look like for you? And then here's my favorite part. This is like, you know, it's part of my fit girl magic formula. Habits, habits, you have to develop your habits. And so when we have a habit, we don't have to depend on discipline so much. Right. Because your discipline is rooted in what you do daily, weekly and monthly that it becomes automatic. And so and then for many of you, that habit has to start with a trigger. So, you know, I use this example all the time because it works. So many of you will always say, ah, if I could only drink more water. And, you know, and I was talking to a woman at the gym today. So she has a water bottle that has um, time on it. So she's like, by eight o'clock, drink this amount. By 10 o'clock, drink this amount, blah, 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 blah. So she's like, that's really helpful for me to process my brain. Because if it's 11 o'clock and I'm behind, I have to, I know I have to start drinking more water. So for me um, to drink more water, I leave a, a, my water bottle in my bathroom. And many like in your bathroom. Well, when I'm getting dressed in the morning, I'm not doing anything else. So after I brush my teeth and wash my face, I start drinking water. I'm, I'm drinking water while I get dressed. I drink water while I'm waiting for my coffee to brew. And that's how I, you know, kick off my day by having more water. So the more we, we start to make these habits part of our life, it becomes more of a unconscious thinking. Of course, in the beginning, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, and it feels might, it might feel a little bit awkward, but eventually it's just going to become one part of what your subconscious does. And this is this is discipline, right? Doing the things, uh doing the things even when we don't want to. Like it's just it's just a, a habit. Like you just can't think about, you know, um the easiest habit I can think about is how you drive to work. You pull out of your driveway and you turn left. That's, you know, you just, you've been doing it forever since you've had whatever job it is that you have, you know? And then when one day you turn right, you're like, oh, this feels awkward. This feels a little bit weird. But I'll tell you that, you know, once you start to get into the groove, it'll feel much easier. Then we have over, over, overwhelming, rewind, use my voice. Avoiding overwhelm and procrastination, you know, so, so many of us, we stress ourselves out by this is how it has to look. This is how it has to be. If it doesn't look like this, if it's not like this, so here's the thing. If you're constantly procrastinating, you will continually be overwhelmed. You will always have plenty to do. 
right? There will always be more things to put on your to-do list. That, That is just how life is. But here's where we have to start to meet life's hurdles, meet life's speed bumps, because if the more we continue to kick the stone down the road, the more likely it is that our stress is going to escalate. And for us ladies over 40, we are less resilient to stress. Our progesterone, that is the hormone that gives us resilience. That is the hormone that protects us. That is the hormone that really starts to light up, help you helps our serotonin and all of those uptakes uh, work. If I'm stressed like a mofo, it's not going to happen. You know, I, and I, I see it all the time. You know, I have a client, she is so stressed out. She, she's st- still lying to herself about how stressed out she is. She doesn't really poop. Because, you know, our bodies start to shut things down that aren't fully, aren't required for, okay, let me rewind that. Our body, our body's main thing is to keep our heart beating, our lungs breathing, and supply the brain. Those, that, that's like, that that's like, num- those are number one, right? That is like keeping the brain going, keeping the heart going and keeping the lungs going that our brain is like, that's how I prioritize. So if I'm stressed out and other systems in my body are starting to, to, to use a lot of energy, it's kind of like in your house, you know, you go through your house and you turn off lights that aren't being used. You know, you turn it down the thermostat. That's, that's how your body starts to think. So if I am really stressed out and your body's like, okay, I only have but so much energy, I'm going to make sure that the lungs go, your heart goes, and, and I'm getting uh, oxygen to your brain. So I'm going to shut down your period, right? And your period might be already wonky because, you know, we're perimenopausal. I'm going to shut down your period. Um, and then, like, you might not be pooping a lot. You might not have be hungry a lot. You might have your cravings go up. All of this is because we're stressed and overwhelmed, where we sometimes just sit back and say, what's really on our plates? What do I really have to freaking own? Or what am I taking on? You know, so it's like, uh, what do I need to do? What do I need to delegate? And what do I need to dump? And again, boundaries. Are there boundaries that I need to start putting up there? Because I, I see it all the time, you know. Especially when you start to like, be like, you know what? I'm going to listen to these boundaries and I need some. And when you start to put up your boundaries, you know, the people who you put your boundaries up towards, they'll be like, what the hell's happening here? And they'll try to make it uh, uh, make it seem like you, where you have to just really have to, you know, stand in your power and just be like, you know what? For my own mental health, I need to start saying no to some stuff right? No is a complete sentence that changed my world, my world that I heard that uh, probably like 10 years ago. Boom. I was the queen of over scheduling. I would, you know, you know, literally like tag one client in after the other. And I was just like, I, I can't anymore. I didn't sleep anymore because I was getting up at 5am to make sure that I was there at 6am. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. My my brain was just like not mush, and I'm like, okay, I'm 35 years old, and I should not be this tired. I sh- my brain shouldn't. I should not have to like come home on a Friday night and be like, we can't talk for two hours. So I really want you to start to really look at how we start to 
avoid overwhelm and procrastination because procrastination, you know, it's, it is what is keeping you from where you want to go. How many times are you like, when the kids, when, 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 and you never fucking get it done. So here is my, here is my way to say, sit down. What do you want? Ask yourself the question, right? Have yourself a CEO day. What do you want? Not what you think you need. What do you want? And how can you start? But for the next 30 days, like what can you actually do? Because self-sabotage happens because we missed a step or two, right? We, we, we missed a step or two. We didn't define what it is that we were actually going for. And if you work with me, I always tell people like, stop setting squishy goals. Squishy goals, like I want to be toned. What the hell is toned? Um, I want to lose weight. How much weight do you want to lose? Um, you know, really get clear, crystal clear, so that when you hit it, you know. You know, I, I want you to think about like if I were to hire a contractor to come and redo my kitchen, I'm not gonna say to the contractor, redo my kitchen. He's gonna be like, okay, lady, what's your budget? Granite soapstone what do you want for counters what what do the cabinets look like do you want cabinets open cabinets glass cabinets right he's gonna be like what do you need lady because i get it when i get in here and i knock all this stuff down i don't hear your mouth if it ain't right so same here like get it right like what is it that you're looking for and that's one of the things that is my strength that i work with my clients to be like we need to define what you want and you know, for some people it scares the shit out of them because i'm like all right well let's define that because that's how you get results. I want you to be so crystal clear that you're like, yeah, this is where I'm going. Like I invest in you. So you got to be invested too, right? You have to be just as invested in your goal as I am because I can't be the only one caring. You know, um, one of the coaching certifications that I have, they said that the the coach has to be 30% invested and the client has to be 70% invested. Right. Because sometimes the co the coach is 70 percent invested and the client is 30 percent invested. And so you're like, hey, you know, what's going on? And you, they're like, oh, right. So you have to like really be like put on the blinders of like, this is what I want. Come hell or high water. I'm getting it. Create that plan. If you're like, I don't really know how to create a plan. Hello, hire someone, even if it's just for a 60 minute conversation that 60 minutes will do you wonders. You know, a lot of times I will just do a VIP session with a business coach or I have VIP sessions for clients. If you're like, you know, I don't really need the one-on-one, -on -one, you know, coaching from time to time, you know, hire me VIP session. We talk for 90 minutes. I give you a plan. You know, we work together to develop, develop a plan. It's not like you show up and I just, you know, email you a plan. We work together to develop a plan. And then, you know, you can talk to me 90 days later. You could talk to me six months later. You could talk to me two years later. But it's like, it just really helps you to get that detailed plan. We're going to talk about how do you hold yourself accountable, right? How are we going to know that, that you're hitting the steps um, so that sometimes we might need to reroute? You know, uh, if you think about GPS, sometimes you miss a turn and that happens and we reroute. Doesn't mean you're completely off course. You might have to make a couple of U-turns. Um, you might just have to, you know, make a quick left and you're back on course. So that way we can pra practice that discipline. We can practice that self-control self so that we know that 
where we have that plan, we are on track, and that this aligns with where we want to go. And so if you stick with this self-discipline process, you are going to get those healthy habits, you are going to find your fit girl magic, which is those great habits develop into great routines, those routines develop into consistency, and the consistency is what is going to give you your lifelong results. So if this sounds like something that you want to have more of, these are things that we are going to explore in the belly fat code. And not only are we going to help you lose that belly fat, but we're going to create a system so that you understand what it's like to navigate the middle so that you know what it's like that you are not always feeling stuffed. You're not always feeling guilty about what you eat. You're going to come up with a preemptive plan that allows you to bring in the foods that you love, even treat foods so that you have a sense of sanity and satiation in your foods. So if this is something that sounds interesting to you, do me a favor, reach out to me. This is starting soon and I want to make sure that you get in this round because I may or may not be holding it again until the fall. So ladies, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to me. And I can't wait to hear what you are planning to do for your self-discipline. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.